This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. A brawl on a, cru- a cruise ship. Now, why is it so hard to say cruise ship right there? Cruise <laughs> On a carnival cruise ship. I think that's the one we went on. Lovely, lovely, lovely cruise. Jealousy over a threesome. Oh, boy. Between passengers sparked a 60-person brawl on a Carnival cruise ship dance floor that lasted for an hour and spanned five floors of the cruise ship. Just send a torpedo into that thing and get rid of it. Good grief. This was off New York City's harbor. It was wrapping up an eight-day Caribbean cruise. Everybody was cranky and sunburnt. Yep. And uh, it's uh, emerged. The brawl was triggered after some passengers engaged in a threesome. Which then, so on the on the down low, right on the side, which then enraged their significant others, leading forty to sixty people to get involved in the punch up. Two people scuffling on nightclub dance floors and an altercation that rapidly got out of control. The fracas began on the fifth floor, lasted for an hour, ending up on the first floor. Uh, so what, somebody running away, they follow them down the stairs. A video shows security guards clearly outnumbered. And completely powerless to stop the large brawl. Yeah, you don't really see security guys on a cruise ship unless they're in a secret room with guns. Yeah. There's a bunch of guys in white shorts that aren't very intimidating. I actually thought about... (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking about. I was going to say something stupid, but I didn't. Instead, you just bailed? Yeah, I bailed. (laughs) Just left everybody hanging. <laughs> what was he gonna do? Was he gonna was he gonna, gonna do some weird dance? What was he gonna do? <laughs> we'll never know now. Oh, weird. Uh, after the fight, the Coast Guard escorted the ship. Oh boy, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I know. <laughs> it's like people were probably hiding in their rooms, fearing for their lives. People running up and down. I'm gonna kill you, Jesus. Uh, a travel agent who was witness to the fracas. Said the punch-up began on allegations cheating in particular, an alleged threesome that upset the participants' partners. So they found out. I wonder if they found them all at once in a pile of sweat and dongs. <laughs> it's my 20s. So, so, yeah, so you do it in a Titanic voice. Remember, you know, the rich people on the Titanic? Yeah. So it would behoove you to remove your penis from my wife's mouth. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, this crazy. Oh, by the way, there's an iceberg ahead. We may hit it. So, batting the hatches. Everyone, get to the room. Lit, dude. Uh, the fight occurred on the final night of the ship's eight day. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. My wife told me once, not about a threesome, uh, that she thinks she spent over $1,000 going to the movie theater to see Titanic when it came out. Bitches love that movie. It's, it's incredible. It made her want to be a movie star. That is, it's something. So here we go. Uh, uh, we're going, I think we're going to do this California thing for her 40th birthday. She wants to go, somehow she wants me to get her a, what would they call it in Hollywood? Uh, a cameo? Like, I don't know. 
What? <laughs> Lower your expectations. Jesus. She's like, I just want to be an extra. Like, in a movie. I'm like, why don't you know what movies? Where do you go for that? So uh, we got a friend out there. And uh, that's, that's, that's as far as I've gotten right now. Getting my wife a cameo. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Every dude. day I got to hear about <laughs> my lack of connections. Wow. Oh, my God. You got a friend, huh? I, I, said, I told her, I said, my, uh, uh, my connections in this town maybe get me a free round of golf. That's about as far as it goes. I right. I haven't really tried Hollywood yet, but I'll certainly give it a shot. Damn, girl. <laughs> Uh, the fight started uh, about 2 a.m. Of course it did. <laughs> Lasted for an entire hour in an area where the ship's nightclub and casino. Oh, dude. I would have been there. Balls deep in blackjack. Like, I would have been there. the best cruise ever. Battles were, uh, bottles were smashed, uh, and a woman was also cut in the melee. Fight ended up moving around the ship from the fifth floor down towards the first floor. Somebody must have ran. All the while, a couple of ship security guards attempted to break up the fight. Vastly outnumbered. It prompted the Coast Guard escort ship back to New York City. And there's video of the fight. Look at them on the dance floor. Look at this. They're throwing haymakers on the dance floor. God, that's a great-looking nightclub, isn't it? Yeah, Must it be is. a new, newer ship. Uh, and there they are, just, just throwing chairs, throwing haymakers. God damn. So then what about the people... That were on the ship that were not involved well, sure. in the fight. Do they get a voucher for a free right. cruise? Great question. Yeah, great. Well, end of the ship, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they've got a case that they don't have to. Oh, because it was like the it was tail over. end of the cruise. Yeah, it was over. Uh, <clears throat> one witness tweeting under the handle, blah, blah, said uh, he was at the bar listening to my own music, sipping a Shirley Temple. Mm-hmm. I can't even say that with a straight face. Then the brawl broke out of nowhere. Some of the uh, passengers injured cut up from glass. Most, if not all, of the ship's security guards descended on the club. Uh, it was the last night, so I guess they wanted to go out with a bang. Get it? Three-way bang. Brawl took place. Ship approached the harbor in New York. Unclear whether the vessel was in New York, New Jersey, or international waters time of the fight. No arrests reportedly made. Ooh, they don't know which agency is going to lead the investigation. Following the fight, cruise line officials notified the Coast Guard launched a boat from Staten Island escorted into the dock. What's that got to do with the brawl? Ship docked without incident. Emergency docking. This is all new. I didn't even know we had a plan for this stuff. The the boat's on fire. It's got a hole. It hit an iceberg. Yeah. And no, no serious injuries. How about that? God, ban them from leisurely activities for the rest of their lives. What do you do do with that? What I see on the cruise was just a lot of, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to stereotype. Older, fatter people. Yeah. Like the last thing they're interested in is any kind of physical activity. Gotcha. Like maybe a little uh, shuffleboard. These look like they were young, vivacious. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt about it. Horny, wow. horny people. Horned up. Just boners. I mean, where do they think they are? A Chuck E. Cheese on the west side of Madison? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is your kid and go home, lady. Hi, how's it going? I'm on a boat full of dicks. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Is this the boat full of dicks? Hello? Yo, Piat, you had taters on your taters? Oh, my God. 
<laughs> that was nice with a New York accent, too. Was. That was actually, he d- doubled down on that. Nice follow-through, dude. Hi, how's it going? Hey, I was thinking about making a movie. Uh, Christy could be in my movie. A parody of the Titanic. She'll go down, Stop you know? It. Stop That's She'll his go lovely down. wife. Titanic 2, she goes down without everybody. <laughs> Titanic 2, you're the iceberg. <laughs> That's funny. I needed to start show with a good laugh. This is great. I love it when other people get black eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I go. love drama when yes. it has nothing yes. to do with me. Right. And when I see I'm on vacation. The last, you know what the last thing I want to do is? What? Well, kind of talk to people, but I do. But uh, the last thing I want to do is have any kind of, uh, I, I, my point being, if I saw two old guys fighting on the dance floor on a cruise at the buffet, yeah, I'd walk away. Right. Me too. I would totally ignore it. I am not complicating my vacation. Who wants to be a hero with a bunch of dickheads for a bunch of dickheads? Not me, dude. What do you What do you get out of it? <laughs> it's like, well, they're brawling. Let's stroll to the Lido deck and have another pina colada. Yeah, that's how that's how easy it is for me to walk away from people's problems. Without a doubt. No doubt about it. You're on your own, assholes. And don't throw the pudding. Chocolate pudding is excellent on this cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Da, da, yeah. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Like foreplay for your day. Today is National Orgasm Day. <laughs> I'll have an orgasm, and for my drink, I'd like a banana daiquiri. I'm going to ask you a simple question about sex. Do you ever fake it? You cannot fake an erection. This is the Fake It 8. <laughs> no, that's just science fiction. Kind of like the female orgasm. With Johnny and D. <laughs> JJO. Fake It 8 brought to you by Cruising Chubbies. They're back and better than ever. Up to 30 entertainers a night. Place where you can party seven days a week. Big city feel by Midwest friendly environment. They're there to have fun. Spacious atmosphere, unlike many other clubs. So spread out at Cruising Chubbies. Yeah. Right, Ruth. Uh, Ruth is here. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good. And there she goes. At the pinnacle of the show, she has to poop. <laughs> uh, Ruth, uh, Hebrew, I believe. Am I off on that? No. Well, tell me more. Um, the ancient yeah. people, the ancient people from the... From the motherland, right? Hebrew. Is that the, like the descendant of Jacob? You know the... Ever, no. I don't know. Like uh, Abraham, all those old school dudes? No? Right. It's probably not the Can time or the place know. to be talking about uh, Hebrew. No. <laughs> Should not invoke the... So. Probably not be invoking those names at this particular time. I feel like I should just cancel this part of the show. All right, Ruth, uh, we're here for God and Country. Are you ready to deliver the goods? Yeah. All right. Sure. All right, Ruth. (sighs) Breathe, Ruth. Breathe. You're not, you're not breathing, Ruth. 
Man, I'm not kidding. That makes me want to never have sex again. I'm not. It's like I want to. It's just like let's go watch Netflix. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Netflix. What is wrong with you? All right. Let's uh, let's see. Let's see where that falls. Good morning. Ruth warmed up my hot pocket. Good morning. Who are these women? <laughs> Good morning. Sounded like a heart attack. Good morning. A star porn. Good morning. She can come to my Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving. He's right though. That would be cool if we could have called the dog phone and see what she what face she was making when she did that. Yeah. It's good. To, uh, now I know why you left the room. You were compelled. Something told you. Yep. To leave the room. Hi, voting. That made my menorah limp. Hi, <laughs> oh, Chihuahua. Hi. Uh, it sounds like she's hyperventilating. Did she need a bag? Yeah. Bag. Right. I was worried about. It. I, I've never lost one yet. I thought, wow, I'm gonna get blamed for this. Good morning. Yep. I think she belongs over at Henry Bylin. <sighs> I'll stuff her like a turkey. <laughs> See, we we. Uh huh. That's a that's a yes. I think. I don't know. It's it's like yes, maybe. Hi. How's it going? She on a ventilator? Or? Good morning. And I thought I was getting ripped off on the egg McMuffin. <laughs> you have to get the app. How many times does it tell you? I paid full price for what? And I got to listen to what? The hell? Uh, uh, Ruth. They are very unhappy with you, Ruth. <laughs> Good morning. Sorry. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Set doggy set. He needs meds. Good morning. Hey, Johnny, she sounds like your wife. <laughs> I will not confirm or deny or uh I will not even acknowledge that accusation, sir. Hello? Hi, she sounds like she's uh, trying to cool off the hot food she already put in her mouth. Good morning. Oh, sorry, it's the same lady. Hi, how's it going? This is what happened when men help in the kitchen. <laughs> Hello? Give her a bit slap, Johnny. Hmm. Hello? It's just limp. Yes. She's got the vid. She can't breathe. Yes. Oh, what the hell? I've been married for 15 years. I'll take what I can get. That's so sad. (laughs) I love you, honey. Hi. Bitch slap the hoe. Good morning. Send the slap, Johnny. God, it's, it's been so long. I forget what the fake even sounded like. It's been like 10 minutes. Uh, fake, yes. Yeah, does Wayne Brady have to choke a bitch? All right, Ruth. There is Thanks. there is displeasure in Dane County this morning, and uh, we <laughs> owe it to you. Um, we're gonna uh, okay. we're gonna go ahead and slap you out of here, and uh, <laughs> and this never happened. 
You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Find my tough stance on immigration. Taco Tuesday will be changed to Pizza yeah. Thursday. Hey! I like pizza, pepperoni, mozzarella, and fanchuri. I like pizza with tsunami, eggs and cheese and oregano. I like pizza with tomato. I like pizza. We like pizza. We like pizza in the morning. We like pizza every day. We like pizza in the Pizza up a Thursday, brah. Hold on, I gotta find my sound effect here. I didn't even think to do this one until until just now, so you're gonna deal with it. Are you the proverbial woman behind the curtain? The meat curtain. Hike the damn ball! Nobody out pizzas the hut until now. Little Caesars is the uh, new NFL pizza. Grand Poobah. I saw that. Yeah. See you later, Pop John. Man, they upped the prices to five fifty, and next thing you know, they're on top of the damn world. <laughs> um. Yeah. So remember, it was like Papa John's and then Pizza Hut. Yeah. And now. Right. 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 We right. have the Little Caesars. That's kind of cool. Uh, all of you football people can enjoy things like extra most bestest cheese pie. <laughs> Destroy. Uh, Detroit-style deep dish, Ultimate Supreme, stuffed crazy bread, all that stuff. I do love Little Caesars. I like Little Caesars. I, you know, for for a six-dollar pie, goodness gracious, when it's fresh, it's fantastic. I like it reheated in the skillet the next day. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, the, you people call it uh, you pizza people mm. call it the greatest leftover pizza reheat on earth. I do. I I can't speak for all the. People. No, I think there's a couple of you people out there. You. You <laughs> don't. Um, and then I have a story about Stellar Pizza. Have you heard about Stellar Pizza? I don't know anything about Stellar Pizza, but now I want a pizza. I know, isn't that great? I want a hot, steamy pizza. 
Uh, an office park in Hawthorne, a robot built by rocket scientists is making pizza. Inside the machine, a box roughly the size of a cargo van, a metal claw plucks a ball of pre-made dough out of its refrigerated chamber. A press then smashes the dough into a 12-inch disc. On a conveyor belt, a nozzle spits out sauce, dispenses cheese and toppings on top. Robotic lift carries the raw pie to one of four 900-degree deck ovens. Uh, cameras and sensors track the, prog- the progress from step to step, making tiny adjustments along the way. In 45 seconds, the finished pizza pops up. It's incredible. I know. Science All fish. because we put a man on the moon. Tastes pretty good. Costs just 7 bucks to order, as much as 10 bucks, depending on your toppings. With slim labor costs and a chef that never eats, sleeps, or takes a break, the team behind Stellar Pizza think they can take a bite out of the country's $45 billion pizza market. It is not. It no, is. it's not. Yeah, I mean, I know we're responsible for $1 billion, you and me. But oh, for sure. $45 billion. Yeah. Pizza. Benson Size started the company in 2019 after leaving a job designing batteries for spacecraft and satellites at SpaceX. Oh, wow. It's close. He left Elon for the Zaha. How much? Oh, go ahead. He convinced a couple dozen fellow engineers to join him, raised $9 mil in funding, spent the last three years honing the stellar recipe and building its pizza machine, and now they're raising a second round of funding to build a fleet of finished robots, each of which can fit in the back of a bright red 16-foot box truck and travel to stadiums, college campuses, and other consumer-dense locations. Orders will be taken via smartphone app. Few humans that will be there will drive the truck, assemble the boxes, and distribute pie. Stellar is not alone in the food robot field. A number of restaurant automation companies have been building labor-saving devices in recent years. Delivery robots that trundle across sidewalks, waitstaff robots that Roomba between tables with dishes on their heads, and robot arms that can operate fryolators, and they're all finding a toehold in the industry. Well, they're understaffed, too, so it's, you know. Who knew the Jetsons met? Pizza. Right. And this is what we birth an industry. One. If I wrote you uh, a check right now uh, for the amount of money that you've spent on pizza in your lifetime, oh, man. what would that number be? I don't even know. I'd have to think about it. Take a guess. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's a guesstimate out there. I'm going to say, uh, <clears throat> man, I don't know. I don't want to under 40000 in a lifetime. So, I mean, how do you get to 45 billion? Everybody's got to do their part. Gotta get a little fat. I'm gonna say $28,000. So, what, maybe 20 weeks out of the year you're ordering pizza? <laughs> On a bad year. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, right? Because you go to tailgates, you go. How, right? how, that? how many pizzas do you think you eat a month? Oh, less than one. Oh, holy cow. I eat at least, I bet we eat three or four. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. Pump them numbers up, dude. Yeah, yeah. So three, four, ten, forty. Ah, ha, ha. Hold on, I'm calculating. I was waiting for that. So we'll just do that. Do four times 20. So like $9,200. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's just say, I was trying to think each time. I don't know if you include the delivery, but say you go somewhere and you have beers. Do you include beers in that or just the pizza? You I'd say the trip. not say anything about beer. Okay. So pizza, 18 bucks, 20 but bucks. But I averaged it out. Like if you get a cheap pizza, like, like a frozen pizza. Thousand, at least $1,000 a year. At, at least $1,000 mm-hmm. a year. 
Sure. Times your adult life. I'll be 40. So I'm not there yet. But say, uh, f- let's say f- 40 years. You're in your prime pizza eating years. 40. So, yeah. See, that's where I come up with $40,000. <laughs> Well, you're doing more than I am to stimulate the economy, we, we Brown. We love pizza. Totally. Who Me doesn't, man? Freaky deaky Who love pizza. Who the hell doesn't? Uh, I got a story I got to tell you. Why is pizza good? Pizza good. Why is pizza good? Why are boobs good? Why is pizza good? Yesterday was an anniversary. This is really interesting. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Uh, in March, uh, on March 5th, 1973, the great. Michigan pizza funeral happened. I don't know what that is. Uh, March 5th, 1973, the great Michigan pizza funeral. Uh, The ceremonial disposal of 30,000 frozen cheese and mushroom pizzas in Ossaniki, Michigan. The manufacturer had been ordered to recall the pizzas by the food uh, the FDA after initial test suggested botulism was present in a batch of canned mushrooms. Oh, no. Fabrini, the guy that uh, the manufacturer, er, er, Mario Fabrini, decided ceremonial dispose of the pizzas demonstrate accountability and receive publicity. The pizzas were tipped into a 20-foot deep hole in the ground before a crowd of onlookers who were addressed by Michigan Governor William Milliken. Later tests rule, by the FDA ruled out botulism. Fabrini sued his suppliers, and the Michigan Court of Appeals awarded him $211,000. Oh, wow. 1979. Uh, Fabrini themed the occasion as a funeral, later referred to as the Great Michigan Pizza Funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Several hundred people attended in the Asaniki uh, village of 1,800 inhabitants. The contemporary press reported that 40 to 44,000 pizzas were buried. Uh, Fabrini claimed to only have disposed of 30,000. Uh, after the funeral, Fabrini laid a wreath of red gladioli and white carnations on the grave. Very dramatic. The colors represented pizza sauce and cheese. The event was attended by the mission of governor. Uh, Milliken was afterwards presented with a frozen pizza by Fabrini, who co- also cooked pizzas on site to feed the attendees. How freaking about that? Very cool. You ever heard of something like that? No. Never heard of something like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, all that good pizza gone into a hole. Good God. That just, my heart hurts a little Sad. bit right now. Oh, my God. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Um, the most annoying things that our pets do. <laughs> oh my. Now we talk a lot about how much we love our pets. Well, if you know me at all, I also talk about how much my dog drives me absolutely freaking insane, right? Um, a new survey of one thousand pet owners looked at the most annoying things our pets do. And yeah, some of these just, when I read them, I was like instantly irritated. So here we go. Uh, Number 10, bringing live animals into the house. I feel like that one might be mostly cats, but I'm sure dogs have drug animals in. Yeah, Shadow, uh, my husky, used to uh, bring dead birds in. And it was really weird. He would find one. He'd eat them, but uh, he would bite down, and I could not get that damn bird out of his mouth. He was just hell-bent for leather to eat that bird. 
That's tr- usually they don't eat them. When I lived out, well, he would. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he like, was insane. Uh, a buddy of mine, his chickens got attacked by some neighbor dogs, and they don't eat them. They just play with them like they're chew toys, and then. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, our cat only goes outside to the catio, so she doesn't really have a chance to bring live animals yeah, to the house. Yes, same here, the catio. But I did hang a hummingbird feeder right next to the catio. Oh, drive her crazy. Oh, dude, so exciting. Yeah. Um, number nine, knocking stuff off shelves. Oh, sure. <laughs> that's sure. clearly cat. That's a given. But uh, my dog will do that, too. We have like a... One of them, like, industrial kitchen racks, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. in the kitchen. And so I, you have to be careful about what you put on anything that is at tail level. Because if he, when he, he has no idea how long his body is. Mm-hmm. And his tail will just take everything out mm-hmm. on that shelf. So it's only heavy things. See, so you have to, like, readjust your whole life when you have a pet, basically. And then you can tell what level the dog's at because the white walls, there's a nice drool area. I don't even know how it happens at dog level. Oh, see, I figured your drool area was somewhere else. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. No. No. No, no, no. This one's on us. Thank you. Shut up. Uh, your cat walking across your laptop when you're trying to work. Or like your book when you're trying to read. Why? Yeah, you totally. They have like zero desire to hang out with you until you're starting to do and something. When Aspen sits on my chest, so we have a couch that reclines back mm-hmm. with a motor, you know, takes you back. So I get uh, way back in the position, you know, to watch TV. And he has to sit on my chest. His face, honestly... If he could put his head in my mouth, he would. Right. He Literally, his face has to be touching my face. He's like, we are not close enough. We are never close enough. Yeah. And it's fine. I let him. It's fine. Uh, but it's 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 the most bizarre, needy yeah. situation I've ever seen in my life. Totally. <laughs> Number seven, your dog refusing to go outside to pee in bad weather. Oh. Um, making strange sounds in their sleep. Oh, they can't help that. I like to chatter. Um, number five, begging for food. Frigging Chewy took the other half of my burger the other day. Shout out to Eric Knockreiner, greatest uh, beef farmer ever, Plain, Wisconsin. Hook it up. Average. Um, and Straka Meats, awesome processing. Thanks for the beef sticks and the hoodie. I love it. Um, Dude, you can't get free stuff and just, just give Knockreiner that much airtime. Yes, I can. Without giving me some brats. First of all, I paid for... You got to pay off the guy that lets you pay off the guy. I paid for my side of beef, and I paid for my processing. Would it kill you to get me a brat? I didn't get any brats made because brats are made with pork, and I got a side of beef. I can give you a roast or some ground hamburger. I love Eric Rockniner. What's his name? Knockreiner. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Rockniner. Jesus Christ. I'll give it him a new rock name. Yeah. So we made burgers for lunch, and I had eaten half of mine, and I set it down on, like, the coffee table or whatever to let the cat out onto the catio. So I was, like, literally unattended my burger for, like, 20 seconds. And I turn around, and that dog, and he looked at me, and he was like, Oh, it's my. I did it. That's our fault. You know? I mean, we, 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 you know, we, uh. Temp them and, you know, and I'll put a little something off to the side of my plate and Aspen gets to eat it. And I, I'm the one that created the monster. So I don't get too mad. No, I did not create this monster. Well, he done created himself. Right on. And then when I was like, 
did you eat my food? And he was like, yep. And he just walked over to his his bed. He's like, I'm fine. I'm, this is so worth it. So worth it, dude. My God, you're a dick. Um, waking you up in the middle of the night or before your alarm. The cat does that because she's starving to death, don't you know? Shedding. Uh, number two, waiting by the door. This is the things that our pets do that annoy us. Waiting by the door, but then you open it and they won't go out. Murder. <laughs> I get so irritated. And number one, can you guess the number one thing that pets do that irritate us? Mm. You have to have some sort of... Not pukes on the carpet. Ah, uh, dude, Is what? Is it? Yeah. Nice. Well... I have that because I overtreat uh, with the temptations. I give I give Aspen way too many temptations, and he can't handle them. And he and the and the puke pile will be the temptations, right? So I we backed off, but uh, God, they just they hear that bag, game over, mm-hmm. it's game over, man. We were trying all these different cat foods, yeah, because uh, you won't beat temptations. She was puking and whatever. And it looks like it starts as a hairball mm-hmm. and then goes haywire after that. So we were doing like this expensive, like grain free food and then trying these different grain free, you know, dry foods, getting the slow feeder, all the different freaking things. And when you know it, I bought her the freaking Aldi cat food and she hasn't puked at all. <laughs> it's like, you son of a bitch. The cat food, the wine. All mm-hmm. these, the experience. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Here's your quarter. Milk for $1.99. <laughs> Bring your own bags, bitch. All right. Uh, well, there you go. They can be super annoying, but dang it, do we love them. Aspen will. This is really weird. Somebody can tell me why they do this. Maybe it's a cleaning thing. When Aspen drinks water, he'll use his paw. He'll put his paw in the water. Oh, yeah. And then he'll lick his paw. Mm-hmm. That's how he drinks water. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, sometimes the cat will do that. It's like she's testing it to make sure it tastes okay. Well, no, she, no, he'll drink yeah. his his water like that, and then if, and then we wet paw marks all over the place. So we got that gone for you. Yeah, totally. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Cat. Hi. Hey, it's Janessa. Did I get a, did I get the home run yesterday? She gets a what? Home run. Oh, uh, oh, uh, man, Vanessa, uh, Janessa, you're you're obsessed. I know uh, I am. Yeah. Yeah, because my, my boyfriend wants to know. He's like, does she get the home run? Yeah, you got the home run. You yeah. got the home run. You're also going to get a straight jacket if you keep this up, but everything's fine. Okay, all right. Love you guys. Let's see <laughs> Love you too, Janessa. Uh, <laughs> lady, get a cat. <laughs> Hi. I, I'd like to know how... Uh, when your animal sniffs your butt when you're having sex with your uh, loved one doesn't uh, make the list. Interesting. Uh, well, you're supposed to keep them out of the room. It's like having your kids in there, dude. <laughs> I I don't think we've done it with the. I don't think we've done it with the cat in the room. No, we haven't done it with the cat in the room. No, it's too weird. I can't have my aspen watching me uh, go to Pilot Town. I can't. I can't. I I no. That's weird. Chewy thinks my special lady friend is his special lady friend. <laughs> I can tell you that much. She, she was over the other night. And I, we were watching a movie, and I got up out of bed, go get a drink, whatever. 
And uh, as soon as I got out of bed, he jumped right into my spot. And he Chewy's, was like, yeah. Chewy's sitting there going, they don't call me Chewy for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm And he just like stares at her. Oh, yeah. That's your name. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> It's so weird. My mama got good taste. <laughs> it's, it's good. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.